this is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Roots and Wings podcast. I hope you guys are doing well and having a good day, whether it's the start of your day, maybe when you're listening to this, or the end of your day, or... Maybe it's midday, you're out on a run, in the car, I don't know, but thanks for tuning in um, and checking in with us. So, how you doing today, Dad? I'm good. Good to see you, Britt. Good to be with you today. I'm, I hope you're having a good day, too. Yeah, I am. I, we got, I I was listening to um, this week's podcast from last week, and we were talking about how much we wanted snow, and we got, yeah, we I got, got snow. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys get snow? Mm-hmm. We got about three inches. So nice, yeah. yeah. And then I it was think nice. I thought of it too. This weekend, we're here in this area. We're supposed to get. I've heard two different things: five to eight inches and six to twelve. This week. Yeah, this weekend. That's oh, what they say. How fun! How fun! Yeah, it's fun. I was well, it's good. The other night, I was like, "What is that noise?" It was like late at night, and people were like squealing, and there were students trying to like sled behind. Like it's like not even a hill. It was. It's just oh this my. teeny tiny thing, but it's fun, and it's that's the perks of living on a college campus. So ah, uh, college life. Oh, yeah, college. that's great. Yeah. Well, let's get it. Let's get into. Let's get into this week's topic. Um, we are talking this week about forgiveness. Um, forgiveness within our families, forgiveness within our relationships, and forgiveness in our role as parents. Um, and it's a topic that Brittany and I have been kind of kicking around, thinking about for a while. And um, I just recently listened uh, to a TED Talk. I like to listen to these TED Talks. It's a pod, There's another podcast. And um, uh, the, the one... TED Talk I just recently listened to was all about forgiveness, and it was super moving, and I would, uh, I would encourage our listeners to go check it out. I'll put a link to that cool. particular TED Talk on our show notes, because there's several stories that just really moved, really moved me, and uh, pretty powerful stuff. Um, and, and the interesting thing about the TED Talks is it's not at all faith-based or religious at all. I mean, but I couldn't, you can't help but see the Spirit of the Lord, God's Spirit in the midst of all of these conversations that these people are having and talking and sharing about forgiveness, because I just feel like it's, you know, well, I I believe, obviously, that the the principles of the kingdom of God are true for everyone, and God, you know, operates in all of our lives, Mm -hmm. whether we recognize that it's God or not. But um, yeah, this this is really good. So it was was a good... um, inspiration for me as we mm-hmm. th- came up kind of to this podcast. Your, kind of sparked mm-hmm. your thinking about that a little bit. So, so what did you, what were some of your big takeaways like from thinking through that or as you even mm-hmm. apply that TED talk to thinking about, you know, encouraging people as they raise kids or as they have families or even in relation with one another, like what were, what were some of your big takeaways? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the first one I think is very personal in the sense of as a parent, and as I'm, and I'm speaking to all of our listeners who are parents, and um, one of the things that I remember um, as a young father and having you kids kind of growing up and just parenting you and learning how to parent and kind of figuring it all out was I realized at one point that, um, and I don't even know if it was a 
Well, I know it wasn't a conscious thing on my part to to want to parent this way, but I realized feeling like I needed to always be right and correct about <laughs> everything I did. I, you know, and whatever I said needed to be that needed to be it. That needed to be law, you know. <laughs> and um, and Wait, I expected, are you saying you par- you parented that way? I did in the beginning, I think, as I began <laughs> to do it. You say things that I'm like, what? Because I don't <laughs> I know, remember. Well. <laughs> I don't feel that way. Remember that? I don't. I'm trying to like, as you're saying that, I'm like, wait, did he do that? Like, I'm trying to think of examples in my mind. Well, I think I think that that was more internal for me. Um, hmm. The you know the, the 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 reality or the revelation of that for me was more internal, um, where I I just. I just realized when at one point, and I can't remember the exact situation or circumstance, but um, I just realized that that I wasn't that I wasn't doing a good job with this. I was I was demanding and being more kind of um, kind of harsh in some ways, and there wasn't a lot of room for grace. There wasn't a lot of room for conversation, and this is probably more so when as you guys be to become teenagers and you know we're growing into or this tween years where when you when you started to have some pretty strong opinions and thoughts and wanted to talk back or talk or challenge I guess that was part of it wanting to challenge uh, me well I don't things. know who did that it wasn't this angel child here <laughs> <laughs> right well I think most kids will test and challenge their parents at some point and it's. I think it's pretty normal uh, and natural. the The question is how how do we as parents then respond to that? You know, mm-hmm. when all of a sudden our our little our little ones who are growing up into these kind of somewhat smart mouth kids mm-hmm. who who say things that just kind of go make you just mm-hmm. sort of set you off. The whole reason for forgiveness, or the the whole reason we need forgiveness, or in in our parenting, is because. Our kids are going to set us off. They're going to do something at some point to just, you know, press our buttons. And we're going to either say or do something that we maybe immediately after or maybe sometime after we're going to be sorry for. We're going to wish we had done that differently. There are many times I know that I reacted to, to you kids rather than responding and in those moments when that happens, after the fact, you're sitting there thinking about it and you're realizing, man, that didn't go well. I wasn't good. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's usually it's usually a situation where now, you know, the parent is considering what just took place. The kid is probably been sent to their room and maybe they're in tears. <laughs> and so there's this the big blow up, whatever it was. And now this parent is sitting there with their thoughts and they're considering how that went. And sometimes there's a spouse there too who's who's kind of has listened to this whole thing and now they're with you and you're talking about what just happened and maybe maybe your spouse is saying you know, you could have done that better. <laughs> and hopefully there you have that, you know, because I think sometimes as as parents partners as we're partnering to do this job of parenting our kids one of us is going to react where the other one is responding and we need to kind of come together and say, well, we could have done that better and here's how mm-hmm. we could have. Well, when that happens, when you recognize you've, you've blown it, you've missed it, you've overreacted, um, 
that's when the question comes, will you go and ask for forgiveness? And that's where I think I found a struggle because I felt like, well, if I go up there now and say I blew it, then it's going to look like I was wrong and I don't know what I'm doing and, you know, I'll lose, I'll lose my authority and I'll lose my, you know, that's mm-hmm. the wrong path to take, I think. And, and I didn't always, I wasn't always successful in that. Um, it took me some time to figure out, well, I really need to do that. Mm-hmm. Certainly there's ego there. Um, pride is there, you know, in that. And I think sometimes ego and pride is the, one of the key things that keeps us from both receiving forgiveness and offering forgiveness to each other in relationships. Um, and what we don't see is that hurt or that woundedness or that brokenness that we experienced not only in our own feelings and emotions, but also in the relationship with that person, that's going to go with us for a long, long time. And that's mm-hmm. going to affect us. Mm-hmm. I think forgiveness really sets you free. And without it, I don't think the healing and the growth can happen. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, I, that's, that's kind of the, my experience with it. So if I can offer my own story to other listeners, to the other parents listening, I would encourage you that it's not a matter of if you're going to blow it, it's when you're going to blow it. And then when you do, Forgiveness is the very next thing that has to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how, and so how you're that... saying it's totally okay if you have to go up to your kid and say, hey, I'm sorry, I didn't handle that well. That's not, right. you don't think that that is a bad parenting move? Yeah, more than okay, it's necessary. Mm. <laughs> I, I feel like it's necessary and needed. And mm-hmm. I think um, there can be layer upon layer of those scenarios where forgiveness never enters into that interaction and it's just layer upon layer of hurt and misunderstanding and and we can gloss over that stuff and get on with life you know and kind of say oh they're fine they've they've forgotten all about it but I don't know that that's always true I think sometimes we even can bury it ourselves and not realize it's in us you know and then as a result you know we carry it with us and it come it it springs up to the surface at the most surprising moments for us. Mm-hmm. So I think it's part, as a part of parenting, we need to recognize forgiveness as a part of that. And even within our own homes and our own households, I think there's going to be conflict, there's going to be misunderstanding, there's going to be assumptions made. And, um, you know, we are, we are thought, we are not as thoughtful for each other's feelings as we should be. And so things are said, feelings are hurt. You know, forgiveness is just a part of that. It's just important. Well, probably the messy parts of, like, relationships and dealing with people because that can be a part of all different dynamics, you know, which is kind of crazy. It is interesting. I remember, like, as a kid, I'm speaking on this on the kid perspective. I, re- You know, you remember your parents saying, like, okay, you need to go apologize to your brother or you need to apologize to your sister. They mm-hmm. tell you to do that. And I'm, I imagine, I don't, I remember you guys, I think I remember you guys saying, sorry, I don't remember you guys being wrong <laughs> a lot. I don't know. <laughs> I do remember you apologizing to me when you're teaching me how to drive because you mm. were scary. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's a good example driving. And again, you know, like I, you want to be as a parent, you know, you, you kind of want to be in control and you want to be a helpful and supportive and encouraging and all that stuff. Well, I, you know, there's all, like I say, there's always going to be moments where, you know, we as parents are going to lose it and, you know, and then we have to go back and say, oh, I'm sorry, I really blew it. And that's, a, that's the other part of this. It, you know, as parents, we certainly want our kids to 
be people that walk around with hearts full of forgiveness and grace and mercy and offer that to each other. But how are they going to know how to do that unless we as their, their parents model that for them, you hmm. know, in real life? And, you know, the, the <laughs> thing that you, you hear people say, you know, do as I say, not as I do. Well, that doesn't fly, obviously. That's just, that's, you know, we don't want to be you know, hypocritical parents, obviously, we want to be genuine and real. And part of being genuine and real is saying, you know what, sometimes I blow it. And sometimes I get frustrated. And Mm -hmm. so I just need to tell you that I'm sorry. And, And a lot of times those moments when we enter into that, when we humble, and that's what it is, it's humbling ourselves, um, it kind of admitting, you know, a, you know, a wrong. And then, in that moment when we offer that and when we bring that kind of to our kids and, and start that conversation, it can open up a lot of things for a lots of good discussion and lots of good healing to come. Maybe there's some, you know, maybe this reacting rather than responding has been happening for a few years. And maybe there's been several things that have happened in your relationship with your kids that have caused some hurts from way back that would come up in in a conversation like that. And that's where healing begins. And that's where wholeness begins in our relationships with our kids. And I think if we, the more often we have those really honest, thoughtful, humbling conversations, the better our relationship will be with our children. And, and I said, Mm -hmm. I've said this before in other podcasts, it's, I think it's really important to start that early so that that window of communication, that, that connection that you have with your kids is always going to be there because you're nurturing it and you're fostering that. And then when they get to be teenagers and when those things are kind of a little more hairy and a little more uh, challenging to talk about, you just want that to be there. You know, you want that tool Mm -hmm. in your in your kit to be able to pull from and say, you know, we can always talk about anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess I can only speak from from I've only been parented by two people and <laughs> I feel like you guys did a really good job with keeping that pretty yeah. open. Um, definitely. I think even my friends noticed that growing up, how I was able to, they would be like, you can talk to your dad about that. I'm like, yeah. Can you not talk to yours about that? But, um, mm. yeah, which is pretty cool. I do want to, you touched on this point about forgiveness that I thought was so good. You said, I think for- forgiveness brings freedom. And I love that that concept because I do think it's true and I can only imagine as a parent well in other areas of life too but as a parent to be able to ask for forgiveness to have this freedom that like it's almost like this weight lifted because all of a sudden you have this freedom to know that you don't have to do everything right like you don't have to have that pressure to do it perfect every time and that goes to other areas of our life but I just think about how the knowledge of that will empower your kids, how that empowers me knowing Mm. that I don't have to do everything right. Like I I don't have to be perfect in life in order to earn this or that, that Mm -hmm. forgiveness is given to me. And I know that because of what I was taught, but I don't know if I would have really known that to be true, that Jesus forgives me, that he has this, this, a grace, you know, grace, enough for each day if you guys didn't demonstrate that to me first. Mm. Like, I think sometimes I deal with students later on in their life after they've left home, and Mm -hmm. I feel like I see this difference of 
um, young adults who are able to wrestle through that idea better than others. And I can't help but wonder how was that demonstrated? Like if that it's never been demonstrated to you before, mm-hmm. then why? Then of course you would have a harder time getting a hold of this concept uh, of forgiveness, grace that you don't have to be perfect, that you mm-hmm. are enough just as you are now than when they were young. Right. I guess that goes off of what you were saying earlier too. That modeling thing, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I do think there is something to be said for, um, you know, communicating to our kids that they are loved not because of what they do, but because of who they are. You know, that you are mm-hmm. loved That's because good. be you're loved because you're my son, or you're loved because you're my daughter. And I loved you the moment they came, they gave. They gave you to me when I held you and looked at you and that love just began to just grow. And, and so there is there is love and acceptance of of you because of who you are, not because of what you do. You know, I think um, performance based love, you know, it's like however you perform, you know, I'll reward you with my love when you start obeying me or when you start doing something that I see as being good. Well, that's that's not at all we we should we as parents we should never ever use our love as a reward our love mm-hmm. should just be who we are and because of who they are you know it's just it's just there it, it it should surround we should be swimming in in oceans of love and let love be our guide in all that we do in our parenting you know let love be and that doesn't mean you just don't you don't discipline your kids or you don't you know you don't require some things of them i'm not s- suggesting that in fact Real love wouldn't allow you to do that. You wouldn't just let your kids run, you know, willy-nilly and with no boundaries and no no support system. And, you know, because if you love them, you're not going to do that. Um, and so I think that this idea of being able to communicate and say, look, I, I'm and I, I remember saying this to your sister, Megan, who is the oldest of you three. I remember saying this to her more than once in her growing up days that we would reach this uh, you know, some point in, in some situation, some conflict or some, some discussion we were having. And I, I remember saying to her many times, Megan, I've never had a 12-year-old before. You're the first one. I've never been a dad of a 13-year-old before. I've never been a dad of a 16-year-old uh, learning to drive. You know what I mean? When, when I was blowing it or maybe not doing it as well, and we were trying to figure out how this was working, I, I, could, I could say that in on, all honesty. I this is my first time too. Your first time, my first time too. You know. Now you and Austin, I had I couldn't use that one because I'd been through it. You like, but to think, we're different. You are very different, absolutely, and that's and that's another episode, perhaps, but for sure. But there is this, um, there, there's just this honesty that comes, and so I think um, to give give everybody in your household the room to say, hey, you know what, you're. You're gonna figure it out. We're cheering each other on here. Let's just let's just keep doing it. Let's just keep living life together. Let's just keep loving each other. Let's just keep growing together, and let's just let's just be an encourager to one another. Mistakes are gonna be part of that. Forgiveness needs to be part of that too. So, yeah, that's that's all good. And this this whole topic is just good good um, food for thought. Even like myself, if you don't have kids, it's just a good reminder. Um, the, the freedom that comes from asking forgiveness and not being afraid to do that. Uh, but what would you say, Dad, um, as we kind of wrap this up, what would you say are, would you want our, what is the number one takeaway that you would want our listeners to get from our conversation today? Hmm. 
I, well, I guess the number one takeaway, I guess, would be that that forgiveness is necessary. We need to have it. We we need to offer it, and we also need to receive it. We need to have it always in our in our kit, in our toolkit, you know, in parenting and and in relationships. Period. Whether you're parenting or whether you're in an office setting, I think that just needs to be a part of interaction with each other and building relationships and maintaining healthy ones. And I think and I think the idea that as we are offering forgiveness in our in our homes and within our families, then we're also modeling forgiveness for our kids. We're teaching them by example how to model grace and and to take that with themselves because they're going to they're going to interact with people in school and different ones and they're going to have to learn how to resolve conflict and I think forgiveness is a is a mu- very much a part of that. So so that's the takeaway I guess is that this is an important tool. Don't miss it. Don't um don't think that it's an option. It's really not optional. It's kind of mandatory <laughs> that we have to have it, you know, and we have to use it and we have to use it often because I think that's going to make um, our parenting style much more effective and, and make our relationships much more healthy and mm-hmm. rich in every way. Mm-hmm. And I think it brings us, it does something for us too. It's not just for somebody else. I think asking for forgiveness cha- changes our perspective, changes our hearts. I truly bring, believe brings us freedom. Um, so it's a, it's a really a win-win. It really is. And I think that that's an important part of this too, this, this idea of freedom. There's not only freedom for freeing our children from feeling shame or judgment or, you know, something, uh, but we're freeing ourselves and we're, we're going to be free in our, in our love and our, in our sharing and giving with each other. You know, per- perfection is just not a reality for any of us. And it's certainly mm-hmm. not a reality for families either. I mean, we're going to all... There's going to be stuff that just happens in our families. Families are not perfect. No one is. And so let's not look for perfection. Let's, mm-hmm. let's look for vibrant, rich family life that can go off the rails sometimes. But you know what? That's what makes it fun. That's what makes it exciting. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it an adventure. The adventure of parenting. It's not for cowards. But it's so fun and it's so good <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, and it's so worth it. So um, yeah. keep up the good well, work. Everybody. I also just want to encourage listeners if you're listening to that you're like that's cool ask for forgiveness freedom yay uh we also get that that's really hard and it's a really humbling place to be and i was just sharing this with dad before um we clicked record i remember distinctly having the hardest time asking for forgiveness for my younger brother like it was just so hard i don't know what it is austin that was so hard for me i think it was just realizing that I was wrong and I didn't want to be wrong towards someone younger than me and just like humbling myself. And that feeling has carried through through other, you know, sometimes it's really hard to go up to Jeff and be like, Hey, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. So I just want to say, we get it. These things are tough. This asking for forgiveness. And why is it hard? Why is it hard? Because it it's humbling. Right. Exactly. Um, it, it kind of takes you down a notch. It's our ego. Exactly right. It's our ego and our pride, and that's what keeps us from both offering and receiving right. forgiveness. And I think that's that's a key. That's another, probably a key takeaway that our ego and our pride we need to keep it in check. And so all that to say is we get that it's challenging. So know that there's grace for that. Grab an accountability buddy. Find a a, a mom friend, a dad friend, or just a friend friend who you can share these things with. Your 
your dirty laundry, your imperfections, um, <laughs> right. and just keep each other yeah. accountable. Yeah, do this. Um, write the word forgiveness in really big letters on a, on a big piece of construction paper and stick it up in the kitchen or in the bathroom somewhere where everybody will see it. Just stick it up. And then when your kids go, what's that for? And just say, this is just for us to think about that we all need to be forgiven sometime. We all need to offer forgiveness. Let it be apart, post it, and let it be in your household. Let everybody think about it and talk about it and see what happens. It could be a great Mm -hmm. conversation starter. Cool. I like that, Dan. Well, we're going to wrap this up. We just want to thank all of our listeners, everybody for listening, tuning in, and sharing the Roots and Wings podcast with people that you know. Also, thanks for posting and liking on Facebook and all that stuff. We see, we've seen some people do that. Or just send us an email. You can send me an email, chip, C-H-I-P, at chiprichter.com. And you can send Brittany an email at Brittany, with two T's, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, at chiprichter.com. Yeah, sounds good. All right. Hey, well, Brittany, enjoy the snow when it hits you. <laughs> I will. Hopefully my PJs. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you, everybody. Thank you.